Hello, and welcome to the podcast for the journal Integrated Environmental Assessment and Management, better known as IEAM. I'm Jenny Shaw. The concept of resilience has been discussed in ecology since the 1970s, but more recently, practitioners are now applying the concept to ecological risk assessments to help improve accuracy and realism. Today, we're talking with Marco Vigi and Andre Rico, authors of an invited commentary on the topic in the September 2018 issue of IEAM. They are both scientists at IMDEA Water, a research institute in Spain. Hi, Marco. Hi, Andreu. Thank you both for joining us today. Hi, Jenny. You are welcome. Hi, Jenny. So, Marco, can you briefly describe the concept of resilience in ecology to start? Yeah, there are two possible definitions of ecological resilience. Some ecologists define resilience as the capability of a system to absorb disturbance and reorganize while undergoing change. This definition of resilience includes both concepts of opposition to stress, this means resistance, and of the recovery capability. Other ecologists define resilience as the capability of a system to return to an equilibrium or to achieve a new equilibrium after a stress. In this definition, resilience corresponds to recovery capability. I prefer the second definition of resilience, considering separately the two concepts of resistance and recovery. Also because the two concepts often do not coexist in the same structure. In most cases, a highly resistant structure is poorly resilient and vice versa. Now, Andreu, how do you actually determine resilience? Well, resilience can be determined in a sort of semi-quantitative way based on empirical observations of phenotypic traits of a species, like, for example, reproductive strategy, life cycle characteristics, or dispersal abilities. The problem is that uh, a more precise or quantitative determination uh, requires knowledge on habitat characteristics, landscape structure, and the interaction between species, and also information on the duration and the spatial distribution of the chemical stressor. So accounting for all these factors and their relationships can be better achieved through modeling. Population modeling or ecological modeling in general allow the integration of all these factors into the calculation of effects and recovery times. And also allow to test hypotheses regarding the influence of each of these abiotic factors on the resilience of populations and communities, which is, of course, very important for ecosystem and risk management. And now, Marco, when we put all of this together, how is resilience applied in the regulatory arena? In regulatory ecological risk assessment, resilience is usually overlooked. Uh, the traditional risk assessment procedures do not allow any evaluation of resilience. However, the need for increasing the ecological realism in regulatory ecological risk assessment is uh, recognized since a long time within the scientific and regulatory communities. And new tools are developing fast. Uh, we must be aware that the evaluation of resilience is fundamental for assessing long-term effect on ecological systems, particularly for site-specific risk, where knowledge on the characteristic of the endangered biological community is absolutely needed. 
the possibility to include the recovery capability in the risk assessment of pesticides is now considered by the EFSA, the European Food Safety Authority. However, detailed rules and recommendations on how to incorporate resilience in regulatory risk assessment are still lacking and are still under discussion. So where do you see this in, say, five years from now? I'm quite optimistic on that. I think that many things are developing and good results can be obtained relatively soon. And Andreu, do you see already that uh, some common sets of models are already uh, developed and able to be used by different groups of practitioners? Well, sure. I, I think uh, models and also guidelines on how to use models will be incorporated into the risk assessment uh, framework. Uh, I think population models and uh, uh, food web models will be used to, to, to answer key questions and to calculate recovery times and to support the risk assessment process. Also, there is a lot of data uh, generated by the micro and mesocosm studies that can be revisited. And we can use this data to decide on what are the key uh, species interactions or indirect effects that should be also taken into account in the estimation of resilience. Okay, so a reanalysis of some of the existing data to maybe refine it moving forwards? Yes. Excellent. Thank you both so much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. You're welcome, Jenny. You're welcome. Thanks, Jenny. You've been listening to Marco Vigi and Andreu Rico discuss their article, The Concept of Resilience in Ecological Risk Assessment, Scientific and Regulatory Issues. Access the article in the September 2018 issue of IEAM. Just go to ctacjournals.org. I'm Jenny Shaw, and thank you for listening to the IEAM podcast.